you are listening to Alternating Sloth Podcast Episode 7. Uh, this is a very special episode. This week I am going to talk about uh, my convention scene growing up. I went to a lot of different uh, anime, well just comic book and anime conventions in general. So um, one in particular, actually just one, that I'm going to talk about today. And uh, I'm going to have a very special guest on soon. So I will bring him in shortly. Uh, but first I would thought I would talk about um, when I first started going to conventions. And uh, that was in 2004. And that was, uh, of course, Armageddon Expo. And Armageddon Expo is the only convention that we have in the uh, Wellington area. And I'm, I'm from the Wellington area. Uh, but as some of you listeners may have known, I've been... I've been in Invercargill for the past uh, three years, but before that, I was in I was in Wellington for a long time, and my first convention year was in, I believe, uh, two thousand and four. Um, and remember when I first went there, they had the first one I went to. They had changed venue because my brothers had went to the first uh, one that was one of the first ones that was in Wellington, and that was at the I believe the Michael Fowler Center which is basically our, for our international listeners, it's a big, um, it's kind of like a big concert hall for a lot of uh, instruments and for a lot of um, orchestra pits and that sort of thing. And my brothers had just talked it up and told me how cool it was. And they showed me, they even made like a little fake vendor venue for me and sort of gave me a bit of an experience of how cool it was. So I knew I had to go and see it at uh, some point. And so I, the next year I went with my brother and, um, it was just such a cool experience. Uh, you know, there are two things I, I remember fondly, uh, in my teens and my childhood, and that's going to these conventions and my theater experience. And, uh, I definitely say that, um, going to a convention for the first time as a little kid and seeing all these people dressed up in these interesting costumes and walking around, it was, uh, such a fun experience. And, getting to see all my favorite uh, shows that I liked, but maybe, you know, I didn't know anybody at my school at the time that was into it, uh, but getting to see other people who are like me who are into it was really cool as well. So it was just such an in- interesting experience. And um, I got to meet, I think, the voice of Kid Goku that year. I remember her being a uh, quite a nice person. And also got to meet a lot of the Yu-Gi-Oh! people, uh, Dan Green, who some of you guys might know is the voice of Yugi. And uh, so, yeah, that happened. And then um, I kept going, uh, including in 2007, where um, I had been going from 2004 to, I think, 2007 with my brother. And then by then, he sort of um, started doing his own thing. And I went with my cousins that year. And that was also notable because that was the first year I decided to do cosplay, which is uh, short for costume play. And I went as Rock Lee from Naruto that year. And uh, funnily enough, there were a lot of Naruto voice actors that year. I think they had the voice of Naruto and Sasuke and stuff there. And uh, I remember I got to meet one of the voice actors. I think his name was uh, Yuri Lurenfall. And he was just a real nice guy. I remember we even saw him outside of the convention hall when we were having lunch. And he was just a really, he was just a really nice and uh, a, a sweet guy who was just talked to us and you know, uh, just so if we were okay and all that, he was, he was a good guy. And, um, yeah, so that was, 
I got to meet Crispin Freeman, who uh, I didn't know at the time, but um, I've heard his work a lot. And uh, he, he, was, uh, he was also judging the AMV contest that year, uh, the anime music video stuff. And uh, yeah, he was, a, he was a great guest. And um, I really, yeah, that was, that was the first year I did cosplay. That was also the year that I think uh, Sandy from SpongeBob or something came, I think. And I remember, remember her being a nice lady. I remember she even said that we were like the best line or something on one of the signing sessions. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. So, uh, looking at my notes, I can see that um, 2009 was one of the other big years. Um, so, yeah, I, I went all the way, looking, looking at this, um, these notes I've got here, I went all the way till 2014. And um, in 2009, that was like another, uh, another year. I obviously did a, I did a different cosplay that year. I did Ichigo from Bleach. And um, that was also the year that Michael Winslow came, and that was pretty cool getting to meet uh, Michael Winslow. So, yeah, uh, we're going to take a short ad break and then we'll be right back. You're listening to Alternating Sloth Podcast, Episode 7. Catch you later. Whether you're looking for raw processing power with instant panel access for live performance or seeking rich, smooth, complex processing algorithms in the studio, Lexicon brings the best of both worlds together in the MX200 Dual Reverb Effects Processor, designed with both rich live reinforcement and home recording in mind, the MX200 features deep, rich reverb and effects algorithms that built the Lexicon legend adds increased versatility with specialized DBX dynamics. Each of the 32 stunning reverb and effects and their parameters are all instantly accessible with a single button push or knob. Okay, right, we're back after the break and I'm bringing in my special guest, uh, Eric who's been a long-time friend of mine. Eric, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Eric. Um, I do go by another name, but I'm not exactly going to tell it to everyone here. Um, yeah, as Connor said, I've been his long-time friend ever since college days. Um, and it was funny enough, Connor, the one who introduced me to this whole anime, manga life of yeah, you know, craziness, really. Although, although we did meet like in the library, and you were reading a volume of Bleach, if I remember correctly. Honestly, I was just <laughs> looking for something new to read. I've been reading other things um, beforehand, so I figured, oh, let's pick up this little thing and see what it is. Wow, so pretty! Now, Eric, do you remember when you started uh, going to conventions like Armageddon Expo? Honestly, I do remember my first one, and funny enough, it was also the first time I decided to cosplay. Um, and that first cosplay was, um, a character from Bleach, um, which is one anime Connor's mentioned previously. Uh, yep. my character was, uh, oh, I don't remember his name off the top of my head now. Uh, let's just go with... I think it was one of the chiefs, if I remember. One of the, it was one, one, of of the one of the captains. It was, um, uh, oh, it was, uh, Kyoroku. Now I can okay. only remember one part of his name, but he was basically... Shinsui? Uh, Shinsui Kiriko, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shinsui Kiriko, the um, guy who wore a pink kimono. Yeah. 
the one time I can wear a pink kimono and still feel more manly <laughs> than most of the chicks there. Yeah, I think I was Ichigo that year as well, wasn't I? You were. Yeah. Um, yours was the easiest thing I've ever seen you do, considering that... Um, I didn't have to dye my hair or wear mm, a wig. <laughs> and for some reason you put a cat on your shoulder. Oh, no, that was not that was not Ichigo. That was um, Kyo from Fruits Basket. No, that's right. Oh, that's And right. we were there with Joel and Hamish, I think, that year. And we, yes, we were. We also met um, a long-time friend, Sammy, that year, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, how did that happen? Because I remember I met a lot of those people through you. Mm. So how did you meet them, Eric? Do you remember how you met a lot of them? Probably the same way I've met everyone at um, Armageddon Expo. Um, dress up in cosplay, try and look as familiar to everyone as I can, then go meet up to someone who looks um, familiar enough in a costume I know, and just start chatting. So you would say wearing a costume makes it easy to start a conversation? Oh, absolutely. Conversation Especially when you can see that there's common interest involved. So if you're dressed up as a character you know, that you know about, but not everyone else does, you can start up a conversation with another person wearing a costume of a character you know about, strike a conversation, see if they've got the same kind of interests, and then introduce your character and see if you can hook, line, and sink them into <laughs> your, um, into whatever depraved, um, yeah. line of reading, okay. reading you're in. And, and what do you remember about that first convention experience? Honestly, a lot of fun. Um, too much... Too much eating dominoes and drinking V shots, which yeah. uh, wasn't good for me and was highly recommended you only mm. take one. But it was all, in, in essence, all a lot of fun. Um, it's great to meet with everyone who, you know, share the same interests as you and mm. people you can have a lot of fun with, especially with, um, yeah, especially interesting conversations. And it's not a whole bunch of people um, who are just you know, sit, sit at home most of the time, or just, mm. you know, school kids. It's even professionals who just wanted to go out and have a bit of a fun time, mm. which is something I completely enjoyed then. And were there any guests there at that time that you wanted to see? Anyone who was interesting you got to see? Because you're more no. into sci-fi stuff than I am. Well, not at that time. I was definitely getting more into the anime manga stuff. So the more uh, Japanese media... Um, interest had um, gotten a hold of me. Um, you, I, know, I remember you were definitely like looking at the, um, well, what Americans would call the dealer's room where you go in and buy all your DVDs and, and manga and stuff. I remember you were definitely in there with me, like trying to look through stuff. Oh, uh, I'd say the <laughs> only thing I bought from there was not an anime, but it was a, I don't know, random obscure Chinese movie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> which is you know a kung fu ish yeah, movie, yeah. but it's got magic ma- yeah. magic elements in it. So as far away from actual kung fu as you can imagine, yeah. there were definitely way. I remember though, there were definitely it definitely had a major change. Not, not maybe a little bit earlier than that, but because uh, when I first went to conventions, they still had you know VHS tapes in the dealer's room, and it was a very limited supply, like things you could get. It was a lot of Dragon Ball Z and things like that, and there were some bootleg tapes, but. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. I think, you but did... no big name brands. You know, there wasn't Mighty Ape and stuff like that that we've got now. Oh, that's definitely true. You, I definitely must have come before those companies came in, but after the VHS tapes all disappeared, um, which is a surprising thing because you've never mentioned they had VHS VHS tapes before. <laughs> oh, not that I would have been interested in buying any. Um, my old VHS player decided to um disappear, <coughs> destroyed. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
yeah, it, um, it actually would have still been a lot of fun to just, you know, at least look through it and see what's actually, what was you, actually You did miss chest. out. There wasn't that much. Like, there's a couple of things from the 90s that you wouldn't uh, be able to get <clears> much <throat> anymore. But, um, yeah, there wasn't much really there. Well, so um, it was a lot more limited than honestly, because more companies came in like Madman and that sort of thing. So you got a lot more stuff. Oh, definitely. The, um, you know, the commercialism definitely exploded hmm. um, as the years went on, um, which well, wasn't a bad Well, as me, as me and you know, like, I would say we had a massive anime boom in like, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s oh. with Dragon Ball Z <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Just like Pokemon, you know, all of it just kicked in. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know, but it does. But it does. Um, you know, when you mention stuff like that, it does bring you back to when you actually watch that kind of stuff as your, I guess, your first mm. anime experience. Not sure. Like a lot what, of people. What, what argue were you about watching? That. You're obviously watching Bleach at the time. Me and you. Or were you just reading it? I remember I was just um, reading it. I was actually just reading it at the time. Um, but I wasn't able to find any episodes until I discovered the wonderful world of streaming free yep. anime. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously it it just um it was my cocaine at the time okay <laughs> and um what, what were you watching over them but you were watching a couple of things weren't you though you were getting introduced ooh. to a couple of new titles i think at the time ooh well it wasn't exactly the um more it was the more mainstream title so i'd say you're probably watching other... diff oh no you only watched no. a bit you didn't finish diff no i'd still get on you for that <laughs> I got bored. Okay. Okay. Look, um, I liked it at the start. It was fantastic. Someday yeah. I'm going to make you finish that show. <laughs> Look, if I can't make myself finish watching the Naruto anime <coughs> fillers. Wow, well, then... that's a hundred and something episodes. Death Note is like 30 something episodes. Yeah, but there's too much talking. <laughs> um, uh. But essentially, uh, essentially at the time it was Bleach. It was Naruto. Little bit of One Piece, but not too much. Because so the big, how... big shonen free, basically. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> but in uh, in essence, I think a few a few uh, obscure shows I watched at the time mm-hmm. as well were basically mm, Fruit Basket mm-hmm. and a few other old show, old movies and shows as well. I think you introduced me to a few of them. I think I did, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What did you think of like the venue size and just like the 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 vibe of it? Honestly, it was a little chaotic when I went there first time. Obviously, mm. um, not that I have been to haven't been to a convention like that before, but it's even going crowded. there, even going there, it was quite chaotic. Everybody's mm. squishing against you, <laughs> and you trying to make sure you keep a hold of your stuff, especially yeah. your wallet and phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, just trying to get to a stall, trying to you know see if what's actually left over because yeah. we would um, I think as far as I remember, I'd come in late. Which was I think the worst. I think even one in. year I had my my bleach cosplay and I used um, my sword to make way in the line so I could get through. <laughs> I actually remember you doing that. Yeah, and that was horrible. Yeah, you monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, actually, but, but yeah. speaking of this, so one thing we haven't touched on um, that I've briefly sort of so there was a lot of events. Obviously, um, you you actually went there when it. Uh, when I did the first Kamehameha contest and um, Eric of course knows the story so I did the Kamehameha contest which is basically you get up on stage um, you yell the Kamehameha <laughs> way from Dragon Ball Z oh. and I did this probably uh, so if I'm looking at my notes 
I've got 2004 here. I maybe that was 2005, 2006. Before I, I remember Eric. you going up. Um, it was it was before I met you, I think, because the photo of me when I did this contest that that uh, funnily enough got on TV was when I was like a kid, and I did this contest, and um, I ended up coming third place and losing my voice for three whole days. And I had to tell people, no, 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 I, I got really mad at someone and I yelled at them or I, I strained my voice. I didn't want to tell them I, I got, you know, did Kamehameha called this thing. But then I got on TV for it and I couldn't hide it. Um, but that was one of the many fun events that me and Eric, of course, went to. But Eric, what was some what was some events that you really enjoyed? What were some highlights? Honestly, it was definitely the um, cosplay competitions, the Kamehameha contest. Um, I think, ooh, what else? Um, Kind of hard to kind of hard to remember, really. Most of the time, I just try to get in line with um, voice actors to oh, okay. just talk to them. What about what about the uh, AMV contest? Did you did you ever go see that? Ooh, I didn't have I didn't have a chance to. Um, yeah. Mostly because I think it was packed already. But you did go to the anime viewing rooms a bit, eh? Oh, um, just the ones on the um, top stands. Because um, yeah. TSB uh, Bank Arena. Did have top stands to walk on. Yeah. Um, well, they they changed. On. They went from a, a, if I remember correctly, they had a room, and then that room was right next to the paintball like room or something like that. So they had to change it to the upstairs area that was like Newtonbo was upstairs, and they had these yeah. big screens like yeah, which was actually infinitely better because yeah. more space, and I could just come in early, sit <laughs> right in front, and it's like okay, so my eyes will get destroyed, but this <laughs> show looks amazing. Wow. It was kind of bad because when the Kamehameha contest started, you'd be hearing half of the audio thing, and then you walk a little away from the speaker distance, and you hear her on the other side of you know. <laughs> um, I, I remember though, those, those rooms were great for two things. Like one, if you were looking for stuff to buy, you didn't know what to buy, you go to like see what they're you know showing in the in the viewing rooms, and you're like, oh, they're showing this this week. Okay, maybe I'll go down and get that. Like that's how I saw Claymore. Did that. Mm, but they were nice. also great when you were fucking broke and you used all your money up and it's like oh i want to do something i guess i could go yeah. to the viewing room and watch something you know oh, that was definitely the case most of the time for me um and it was actually how you introduced me to claymore because um uh, yeah. you mentioned that you're gonna go see an anime, anime viewing room and i thought okay um you know i'll come along because you didn't invite me and we went there we just kind of sat down and we watched an episode maybe a bit mm. Mm. Um, but I really was interested. That was another anime I was really interested in watching, mm. and one I actually finished. <laughs> Although I don't know. ask me any questions because that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, oh, so that was yeah. I think that covered a little bit of. I I yeah. I went from I went all the way till 2014, and you went all the way till probably 13. I finished quite early. Um, Going to conventions? I'm just yeah, kidding. unfortunately, um, I can't really tell you what the exact reason was that I... For, I going. think for both of us, it was the venue change. Because the, the place had a massive venue change. And basically, from like this giant concert hall area to basically like a really shitty sports stadium... Didn't quite fit the vibe, eh? It was just cold. And, and for anyone who's not exactly um, you know, uh, guessed already, it's Westpac Stadium. Okay. A basically, right around Rosie. Yeah. You so just keep a walking around. A sports stadium around. for our international listeners. And also, it's not um, yeah, it's not exactly you know out on the field or in the benches. 
is literally on the outside ring where they usually sell food, you know, cheap food. To, or merchandise, or like merchandise, sports exactly. merchandise, yeah. Which basically um, made no difference to going in the sports arena, except there's nothing exciting going on in the center. Although I did hear that the viewing room was actually better because they had an actual an actual room room and it wasn't next to something super loud. They actually watch stuff and, and not have to worry about that sort of thing. You room in that um room through the entrance? The yeah, first? I think I think so. Oh, okay. And I hear a lot of people say good things about the viewing room for that year. Yeah, I've never managed to go because I never really noticed it. I mostly went to see if there's actually anything new, if there's any decent mm. cosplayers there. Mm. Always decent cosplayers, which is always a plus. Um, as for the merchandise, uh, still the same, still cheap, and stuff I can probably buy, you know, mm. somewhere in Southeast Asia for an eight. Hmm. So obviously we made a lot of good friends. We've had uh, a lot of good experiences. There were a lot of cool, um, a lot, a lot of cool things you could get involved with. I remember there was like anime quizzes and stuff like that, and um, there was pillow fights. And I went and did one of them, and I got knocked out. I I haven't gotten knocked out very often, but I got I got knocked out in one of the pillow fights. Yeah, I didn't actually see that. Um, <laughs> but as far as I remember, you told me the story. Yeah, and I. I think, I can't remember if you mentioned if they had to take you out to a hospital. They, they didn't take me to the hospital, they just took me to another room oh, and they yeah. me out. Yeah, which is thankfully one other upside for um these events. That's, that's mainly the reason I haven't watched it. But um, one experience I was going to talk about with uh, meeting voice actors and, and that sort of thing, so I've had a, a reasonably positive experience meeting um, some of the guests. In fact, uh, probably the best guest I met, and you've, um, you might have not went to his, uh, his booth and physically met him, but you, I think you definitely saw his, um, his panel. That was Michael Winslow. He's the police academy guy. He did like, he basically could make almost any sound with his voice. I remember I asked him if he could do a gremlin sound. He did one. I asked if he knew any Beatles songs, and he did the bass line for Come Together. <laughs> um, that was pretty good. Oh, and he did like a whole Led Zeppelin show of his mouth, like he did a whole whole lot of love or something just of his mouth. So that was uh, that was that was pretty that was pretty good. Oh, yeah, and he did a Hendrix set as well. Yeah. And um, I remember I was just walking around the convention, you know, bumping into people as you do because it's freaking crowded. And I remember I bumped into him, and he said, "Oh, hey, sorry. Um, how's your convention going? Everything going good?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And yeah, I just remember he just super welcoming, super friendly guy. Shook my hand, said "Have a great day," and went off. And then did his bloody Hendrix like on the microphone. I was like, "Wow, that's a cool guy," you know. Oh, definitely. And yeah, you're right. I do remember quite a bit of that. Um, you know, I don't remember you personally meeting him. Yeah. Although you could have told me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, he came twice. He came. He came one time before you didn't come, and then he came afterwards oh. because he was that cool of a guest. Um, we also had Goku, I think, twice as well. Uh, the voice of Goku, Sean Schimmel, and he um he was a a pretty chill um dude, pretty cool dude. Um, but one interesting experience I had, and you've definitely heard this story. So I was a big Digimon fan as a kid. Um, you know, Ooh, I liked wasn't. I liked Pokemon too, but Digimon was you know Digimon was the shit back in the day for me. I'll say. Have <laughs> you um I uh it was during one of my one of the cosplay competitions um I was lining up for. Um, and one time they decided to have like a bit of an ad break Mm. and basically during this ad break, they basically, um, previewed a lot of, um, 
either remakes or new seasons or new episodes yeah. of each individual one. And I remember everyone losing their shit when the Digimon theme started playing. <laughs> I had one of the one of the um friends I one of the um, what is it cosplays I met. You know, this girl was like right beside me. Okay. Yeah. I she let out the most high pitched scream I've ever heard <laughs> as soon as it started playing. I was like, okay, okay, I can't enjoy this with you screaming like this. Yeah, but you're right. Um, but yeah. but one of the voice actors, uh, actually, they had fr- all um all three of the voice actors that they had that year, uh, were from Digimon and um a bunch of other things, including from Naruto. And I remember I lined up in this line. And I was super excited um, to meet this lady who voiced one of the characters. Because I, I didn't, I didn't like, I don't think I cared that much, but the character was just like, fuck yeah, I get to meet someone from Digimon. Was it the original series? or the It was new... the original series. Ooh. Like the one that we, you Was know, it one of the Digimon? The one, one we of the grew kids? up on. Um, it was one of the Digimon. Uh, I'm not going to say who because uh, I'm not going to mention this person's name. Um, but we were basically, I was wait, waiting in line to go meet this person. And this person um, in front of me was wearing a Star Trek outfit, like a, um, I think it was like a Captain Kirk sort of thing, you know, yeah. like a yellow jumper thing. And he went in front of me, and this lady, she must have been the biggest Trekkie on the planet, because she met him, and she's like, oh my god, I'm such a big Trek, talk for Star Trek for hours with this guy. And this guy's just like, oh yeah, yeah, cool, oh yeah, I like Star Trek as well. And she's like, oh yeah, did you know I was a voice of a background character, a next gen, or something? She mentioned like she was like some background voice and she talked for hours and hours about this and then she's like oh are you a big fan of one of my shows and he's like nah nah i just wanted to talk to someone i was like what (laughs) yeah so that guy like basically you know went through all of that didn't get any he just went like he was just bloody fucking wanted to talk to someone (laughs) and then went through the rest of the line i came up next i was like oh like i basically was like oh my god i'm a huge fan of digimon you know said all that stuff and she basically is like, okay, all right, all right, name. I was like, uh, Connor. And she's like, okay. And then she just didn't even write my name, just wrote her name down, gave me like the piece of paper that had her character on it, and was like, all right, next. Yeah, that's yeah. A sad part. That, that yeah. So nice. sometimes the guests, you know, aren't that nice. Sometimes they're just too fucking tired. Or sometimes um, I got to meet Johnny and Bosch one year, and the security can be uh, assholes too sometimes because you'll be going for your and they'll be like, now don't take too long. I know they're your heroes. I know you really like them, but you know, don't take too long. We don't, you know, move the fucking long. You know, sometimes <laughs> you get asshole people like that. <laughs> but what made up for this experience of meeting this uh, not so great lady was I got to meet uh, Michael McConaughey, who I wasn't, I didn't know much of his work at the time, but. Um, most people will know him. I think he's the Lynch King in War of War, uh, War, uh, World of Warcraft, and he's also he's in a bunch of anime and uh, other things. Oh, um, uh, yep, I remember he, being the guy. Yeah, he's in he's in heaps of stuff. I I know him mostly from being um, Angie and and Rony Kenshin, mm-hmm. and um, he, he's a great actor. And I got to meet him, and I remember he was just super nice and warm, had the biggest smile on oh, his definitely. face. Oh, definitely. And I remember even um, I I was babbling on. To him and to the next guest about yeah. how I had this book I was writing about <laughs> vampires, and I saw uh, that he voiced vampire in a D, so I mentioned that I was into vampire stuff, and he he wrote on his thing for me. I remember he wrote this, and I've still got it somewhere. It says, uh, 
awesome meeting you. Um, vampires make great blood brothers, Connor. Yeah. So he, he took a lot of time writing that, and was like, this guy's a cool dude. So you, then, might want, you might want to check if that um, if that line is actually from Vampire Hunter D and not from, say, the World of Warcraft universe. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> some the, the universe well, still has vampires. Well, he's not a vampire in, in World of Warcraft. He's a, no, he's but the, he could have worked with someone who was, <laughs> who was voicing a vampire yeah. and thought the line looked sounded pretty awesome. But But I got to meet him, and then right afterwards, and I didn't know who he was at the time either, because I just like I just looked at the name and I found out afterwards that I got to meet that I, I got to meet Steve Bloom and I didn't know who he was and then afterwards someone's like that's Orochimaru and such and such I'm like oh my god I should have should have known that like I, I briefly like I, I just like I, I told him the same sort of thing I told I told him I was working on a book and stuff and he's like oh yeah yeah cool cool and he was super like happy and positive and encouraging so oh that's great to hear. And afterwards, he, he, I think he had, like, he said it was awesome meeting me, and he had written, like, on the thing, great meeting you, Connor, have a great day, Steve Bloom, and even wrote my name and stuff as well, like, great, yeah, great meeting you, Connor, like, it's like, ah, oh, so cool. So, sometimes when you meet a she guest, you get to meet two guests that are good, sometimes, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> always the best thing, although yeah. with, um, with, uh, meeting the voice of the Lich King is always a big surprise, because... <laughs> Yeah, uh, a warm inviting, uh, you know, a vo- warm inviting voice doesn't seem to fit with the <laughs> voice of uh, such a, I guess, an evil character such as mm. that. So you'd you'd be you would usually be kind mm. of thrown out of the loop did, of this. Did you have any negative experiences meeting any voice actors or just actors in general when you're at the convention? Honestly, no. It's mostly with your um, Digimon voice actor um. <laughs> experience it's so like, i'm okay, the only one that yeah. had, a, had a bad experience uh yeah because uh mine are usually more business-like than anything um yeah. i think the only time i met a um i think as far as i remember the only voice actor i've met that was really you know chirpy and happy must have been from one of the oof, another another name escapes me i can't remember what series it was but the voice actor is definitely the best mm-hmm. and chir- um, mm-hmm. you know, really chirpy and really happy mm-hmm. and a vapor at the time. But hey, that's not exactly mm-hmm. a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you say like these, these going to these conventions and meeting all these new people, how would you say it like affected your life? I honestly made it far, far better. Um, it you know, let me meet a lot of new people. It let me explore a whole, um, a whole media outlet that I possibly never knew or would have touched upon. It kind of made me look into the far, far deep corners of, um, you know, darkest corners of humanity's minds. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, getting knowing... to see new dark, cool things. Like I remember where we were, we were buying anime, and right next to it is, of course, all the dirty shit. Like not that far <laughs> from it. You don't see a lot of that anymore, but I do remember. Well, somebody... they got complaints. I saw recently, like they even had an article in um, our newspaper here, stuff like about. How there was too much of that stuff on display. Oh my god! <laughs> if they if they think they can complain about that, they can go to Japan. Okay, they've got <laughs> some of this dirty stuff right next to the yeah, decent yeah. stuff. But but I, I guess I guess technically Armageddon isn't exactly just an anime convention. It's meant to be kind of a family event too. So I guess it I definitely understand. it definitely is a family event. Yeah. So a lot of families do yeah. come around. There. Although um, after dark again, you know. Although, did you did you drink ever at the convention? I don't think I ever drank at the convention. I've never drank at the convention. I've known a lot of people to drink at the convention. 
Yeah. I remember um one of our uh quote unquote friends, yeah. um <laughs> Joe. Um we'll call him just Joe at the okay. moment. Um bit of a strange guy, but he did once come in for who knows whatever reason, come quite wasted. Um so unfortunately that wasn't exactly the best experience to have. So thanks for letting me come on, Connor. Um this has been Episode 7 of Alternating Sloth Podcast. Catch you later.